Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yay. Yay. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. So, so yeah. So we were talking. We always talk a little bit before the show, so we can kind of get our minds together. We actually don't go in depth about what we want to talk about because we want to share that for our our listeners. But we have to kind of get our heads together around topics and things like that. And one of the things that I mentioned to you, and I, I, you know, I live alone. I spend a lot of time on TikTok in the evening watching TikTok, and that just sounds so funny to people. And if I was just watching teenagers dance and <laughs> do weird things, I would say, yeah, that is a really weird thing for a 53-year-old woman to be doing. <laughs> but I'm on what they call like the side of TikTok. TikTok has, it's like so multifaceted. There's like thousands of sides of TikTok. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I'm on the side of things where I'm, I'm watching a lot of um, underrepresented folks talking about what struggles they have in their lives what wins they have in their lives um and the allies social justice too. side of twitter social uh, justice side time. absolutely and you know and allies and how allies are working together and helping call out bad behaviors and things like that and a lot of things that have come to mind over the last year is you know there, there's been uh, for example there have been nurses who go on there and make a tiktok about how they got a fake vaccine card so that mm. they don't get fired. Well, first of all, that's illegal, right? You can't, I mean, have to, to do that. And so somebody will, will look them up because they'll go to their account. They'll see who they are. They maybe link to their Facebook page. You go to their Facebook page, it shows where they work. And so like they'll send an email or call the hospital or the doctor's office where that person works and say, you know, so-and-so, a nurse at your place, this is the link to the TikTok where she says, or download it because people yeah. delete things, right? Here's proof where this person said that they're not um, vaccinated and they, they purchased a fake vaccine card. So, um, and then that person gets all mad and says they've been doxxed. Well, no, you haven't really been doxxed. You actually called yourself out. Yeah, you <laughs> put that information out there. And all the information was legally available because you put it on your social media, which is open to the public. And really quickly, we should define, I think, what doxing is for yeah. people who may not be familiar with that term. Um, mm-hmm. According to, the, to Google, it's uh, to search for and publish private or identifying information about a particular individual on the internet, typically with malicious intent. So um, it's, it's exposing somebody um, but exposing, typically exposing private information, right? That's what we think of it as publishing right. somebody's mm-hmm. address on the internet. So the example I always think of is um, there's this YouTuber. I'm not going to say his name because he has way too much attention as it is. Um, but he mm-hmm. sells this merchandise and another celebrity that he liked bought his merchandise. And so he shot a a vlog where he went to the celebrity's house to hand deliver the merchandise and essentially in showing where this guy lived doxed him like completely exposed his address his neighborhood Mm -hmm. his neighbors like everything so the guy had to I'm pretty sure the guy had to move because this idiot youtuber just was like oh yeah here's xyz's house with the freaking you know street number and everything on it um 
So that when I think of doxing, that is what I think of is, you know, mm-hmm. this, this person's information is private. I think of it usually as an address, but it can be, it can be a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are just completely exposing that information to people, mm-hmm. to everyone, to people who should or should not have it. Exactly. Um, so yeah, the example that you brought up, if that nurse has published on the internet, what hospital she works at, it's not really doxing because Mm-mm. she put that out there. If she right. was very secretive and private and like, just had that that one TikTok was all that there was, and somebody managed to dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig until they found it. That mm-hmm. is more, I would identify that as right. doxing because you're going right. out of your way to find that information and then publish it where it had not previously been published. Exactly. And and like if you have to pay for information and you're giving people their home address and their phone number and things like that, that's doxing for sure, right? Yeah. But when somebody is you know stupid enough to put out there their illegal activity in video format and then also in their other social media publicly say where they work and what they do you know, and their hometown and all that, that's not doxing. That's just saying, oh, look, I read the information you provided, right? Yeah. So um, it leads to all this other thing called cancel culture, right? And I wanted to talk a little bit about what cancel culture is too. Um, Cancel culture is where you discover, uh, whether it's true or not, right? Information about somebody. Now, the worst part of cancel culture is when when, um, when rumors about somebody go rampant and they're untrue. Mm-hmm. And that person is can- quote unquote canceled, right? Yeah. So, um, so typically example- it, the, the, the repercussions would be, again, I Googled it, thrust out of social or professional circles, right? So they're ostracized mm-hmm. for their friends. They lose their job. They lose, you know, mm-hmm. whatever standing they might've had. There's some like real world effect to their life. Right. Um, right. So as a quick example, I think of Johnny Depp, who was canceled and lost like movie deals over mm-hmm. his confusing, <laughs> um, yes. you know, all of his Home personal life, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. So like one of the first ones that that I remember, too, is like Richard Jewell. I don't know if you remember Richard Jewell, but Richard Jewell was supposedly or was was accused of having set off the mm, the bomb um, the bomb mm-hmm. at um centennial parkway or park during the atlanta olympics where mm-hmm. people died and were injured nothing has ever been found to connect him to that there's no evidence you know he's never been tried he's never been convicted but the man lost his job people know where he lives his life has been ruined because of mm-hmm. these kinds of accusations and that's that's the bad part of cancel culture right and then there's the other part of cancel culture where somebody where these where, where women come forward and say this man molested me you know and then that person no longer works in hollywood or you know is loses their job Let, let's let's <laughs> one of the most recent ones is the um governor of new york state so uh, mario como had yeah. to um to step down as our governor because uh, his proclivities towards harassing women came to light. And so he was canceled right out of his job, but rightly so. And I feel like maybe the most famous example or or prolific examples like Harvey Weinstein, like, yes, I feel like that at least to me, I mean, this has been happening for, for forever, right? This is not necessarily a new thing, but I think with the 
the popularity of the internet and the ease of just publishing Mm -hmm. something, it's become more widespread. But I feel like Harvey Weinstein was the start of this huge movement, right? Because the number of people he affected was so large and his Mm -hmm. influence was so large, right? If this is a person who, you know, works at the grocery store <laughs> and they lose their job at the grocery store. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not as definitely not as impactful as the man who has produced practically every movie that's ever been made in the past 20 years. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So there's definitely so, a scale of, of how this happens. Absolutely. 100%. And I think people are probably wondering, okay, so you're talking about cancer culture. You're talking about doxing. What does that have to do with underrepresented in technology? Well, Let's talk a little bit about the fact that it's easy to make accusations. Mm-hmm. And when somebody's made an accusation in the court of public opinion, and we're not talking about any legal anything, right? But in the court of public opinion, it, it's not it's it's not like the like the legal court where it's the burden of responsibility, the burden of proof is on the person who's prosecuting. Mm-hmm. In the court of public opinion, the burden of proof becomes on the person who has the smaller voice. Mm-hmm. So when you are talking about somebody who's underrepresented, whether it's a woman, whether it's somebody who's BIPOC, whether it's any of our, our protected groups, right. That we, that you and I are out to protect and help and, and assist. um, We're the smaller voices, right. So it's, and it it really comes a lot. Like we talked last week about the person who's in charge, never hears about the person who is the bullier Mm -hmm. because it doesn't rise up. Right. So it's always the louder voice that gets listened to first mm-hmm. and does the thing and does the doxing and does the name calling and that kind of stuff. And then the person with fewer resources and a smaller voice uh, because of where they stand in any community is the person who either can fight it or can't. Mm-hmm. And then what happens then? Yeah. You know, and that's to me what we really need to watch out for. And the re- reason this came up to me is, as I was talking about TikTok, there's um, a TikToker that I follow. His name is Modern Warrior. At least mm-hmm. that's his TikTok name, right? Uh, Grant, I think is Lance. Lance is his real name. Mm-hmm. And he is um, an indigenous person here in the United States. And he talks about the rights and the trials and tribulations and struggles of um, Native American people here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And the racists on TikTok hate it, mostly because when he calls people out for their behavior, Mm -hmm. you'll see somebody, you know, dressed up as, you know, Pocahontas and call them out for cultural appropriation mm-hmm. um, or who wears a headdress and you shouldn't wear a headdress. Even people who are indigenous don't wear headdresses unless they have the right rank and office, you know, to mm-hmm. wear a headdress. So he'll call out those kind of things. And he starts by saying, Hey, colonizer. And people hate that because they say he's name calling. Well, he's actually just talking about the fact that you weren't born here, either you or your ancestors or other white people settled here. Mm-hmm. drove people out of their homelands mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and then uh, took advantage of, of just literally killing and taking over this country before mm-hmm. it was even a country. Yeah. And so people just hate being a colonizer. And 
I don't know, I, I, I own it because I am privileged here in this country. Um, I, I'm not happy about that, of course. I, I would choose not to have that in our history. Yeah, you, you can acknowledge it without being like proud of it, you know. I'm exactly, I'm not proud of it at all, but I do acknowledge. And yes, you're right. As a white person in the United States, I have privilege. I have profited from the fact that white people settled here and, and took Illegally. over the land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Settled here by driving people off of their, out of their homes, mm-hmm. which is not the right way to do things. Um, and I don't take it lightly and it's, and it was, but the people are like, what do, you, what do you, what should I do? Just like give my house back. No, nobody's saying that they're saying acknowledge and help, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, and listen and listen and make things better. You know, let's have some equity, some equality going on and what happens here. Well, um, what I've discovered is when people are in the wrong, like this one person that's been calling out poor Lance, I shouldn't say poor Lance. Lance is absolutely 100% able to stand on his own two feet. He is one of the strongest people I think I've ever seen spiritually, emotionally, and physically on that app. <laughs> But because uh, he really is like, I just I'm in awe of his ability to remain calm when people are calling him out and everything. But this one person, and it's been going on for a while now, actually has started calling names that have no basis in any kind of fact or evidence, um, mm-hmm. such as calling him a pedophile and calling him out for pedophilia, which there's no, it's literally just made up. But the problem is when you are a, lo- a loud white right-wing voice people pile on mm-hmm. and start be like well if if this big white guy said it it must be true mm-hmm. you know and you and it starts down this whole doxing thing where um where lance's you know address and and phone numbers and all this other stuff are now being pushed out publicly in a doxing kind of way because that's that's not where he hasn't listed those things publicly. Somebody yeah. has had to go and dig and get those things. And it, and Lance is smart and strong and whatever. And, and he is going to weather this just fine. But not every underrepresented person has that ability. Yeah. And it's so. it's it's terrifying to think this is this is like modern day. It's a modern day weapon, right? Is is, is. attacking somebody's character online in an unfounded way right mm-hmm. i i believe that there are people who deserve to be canceled harvey weinstein deserved to be canceled right Cuomo deserved to be canceled yeah there it's it's not a completely a, a lot of, there's a diff there's a spectrum right of cancel culture on the on one side it's not cancel culture it's consequences it's mm-hmm. you did this thing and you're not going to get away with it. You're going to, to, to be punished for it, whether that's losing your job, losing pe- people's respect for you and so on. And then there's, you know, Lance where people are just making things up uh, as, as a weapon mm-hmm. to, you know, express whatever anger or frustration or, you know, whatever that this person has with him. Um, and so it's, it's kind of terrifying that to me, that the spectrum of things has the same name, cancel culture, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we look at something and we call it cancel culture when it's not that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I and I think that what the, the point that you're bringing up is a lot of times we have to look at who is bringing up the accusation against whom 
And what, what was the relationship between these people, you know, prior to this, this happening? Mm -hmm. It's this whole, you have to look at the bigger picture really is what I'm saying. You have to look at the bigger picture. You have to look at the context. You can't just look and say, well, this guy called this other guy a pedophile. So he must be a pedophile, right? It's Mm -hmm. well, you know, this, this is, this is what these two people are in the world and this is their relationship to each other so if this guy's mm-hmm. calling this other guy a pedophile i don't really think that's cancel culture i think that's you know weaponizing your platform to hurt hurt somebody else absolutely so i think that when we're looking at you know workplaces because whenever whenever we record these episodes i try to think of you know the people who listen are you know people who work in tech or who want to work in tech mm-hmm. and i think that power and the, the hierarchical structure of so many companies plays into this, right? So if you, if you work somewhere um, and this is happening within the structure of your company or organization, it's super important to look at where these people exist within this, mm-hmm. this existing power structure. Even if you like to think that you don't have a hierarchy or power structure, hierarchies and power structures exist no matter what. We're human mm-hmm. beings, they pop up. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've had... We've had cancellations. I, I, I'm not sure of anybody who's been doxxed, but we've had people been canceled in the WordPress community for better or for worse, you know? And you have to look at the, the bigger picture of what's going on rather than just saying, well, and, and this ties back into what we talked about last week, right? Where mm-hmm. you can, somebody can be canceled and you can look at that person and say, well, you know, I've known this person for ages. I've worked with them for a super long time. I don't believe that they're capable of doing or saying that thing. So I'm not going to believe it. You have to look at the bigger picture always. School districts in New York state. Anyway, every school district is required to have a whistleblower hotline, a phone number that's anonymous that you can (laughs) call into to report things. And the reason that you can, that you have to be able to do it anonymously is because of things like this, where if you're if you're accusing of somebody of something and that person um, finds out who it is that's accusing them, right? You need to maintain some level of anonymity sometimes because usually the person you're accusing has more strength and more power Mm -hmm. in the dynamic and then reaches back and threatens and cancels and doxes and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And so it really is hundred percent. You're taught, you're, you are absolutely right. It's all about power. It's all about control Mm -hmm. and it's all about, protecting at the higher level at at the accused uh, the not the victim the other person the perpetrator's Mm -hmm, level mm -hmm. protecting their um criminal or untoward behavior whether it's criminal or or otherwise but um protecting that behavior and allowing them to continue in doing bad things i am really struggling with the english language today i (laughs) usually sound a little more erudite than today so (laughs) this is this is like a complicated it's a complicated topic. I mean, it's something that people are talking about online mm-hmm. constantly in the past few years of, yeah. you know, who deserves to be canceled and when and why and, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things. And yeah, it's, it's, it's where the internet is both a blessing and a curse, right? Like, yes. I love that due to the internet, we can share our stories with each other. We meaning mm-hmm. underrepresented people and we can, you know, cancel the people that need to be canceled. But at the same time, mm-hmm. The internet allows people to make things up and it sure does we we sometimes believe the wrong person and it yeah. can get really really complicated 
really, really quickly. Um, there was a commercial a couple of years ago. I don't even watch commercials anymore. Everything is, I stream everything. Yeah. Back in the days of television commercials, there was a commercial where a guy who was not your typical GQ kind of guy, kind of like the neck beard, seven foot tall, like just completely um, uncoordinated person <laughs> was meeting this truly beautiful woman. And, and she's like, oh, I'm dating a supermodel. And the other person looks at this guy he goes, he goes, well, he said so on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> right? And that's, and that's where information is. Mm-hmm. Information can be weaponized. Information is power. Just remember that information isn't always accurate or true. Think I guess that's yourself. the point of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, think for yourself. And that's, I mean, I feel like I get in a fight with somebody, not in a fight, but I get in a debate with somebody almost on a weekly basis about the merits and pitfalls of the internet and and Mm -hmm. the next generation, right? Like how kids see the internet and interact with the internet. And and that's, that's always what I say is right. It's a, it's a tool and people need to be able to treat, treat information to think for themselves, right. To Mm -hmm. say, okay, I've been given this information I'm not just going to believe it point blank or, or, you know, at face value, I have to take what I'm given. I have to look elsewhere. I have to compare and I have to make an educated decision for myself and you can't let Mm -hmm. other people think for you, you know? Absolutely. And and that's a lot of times what happens with cancellation culture is we Mm -hmm. just decide to let the internet think for us about a particular person and Mm -hmm. people, people suffer unfairly for that. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, Lance is, you know, fighting back and, and taking care of himself. Um, Cause yeah, a lot of, he has a whole team of, of social justice <laughs> warriors that are also working yeah. to take this guy down. Cause you know? a lot of, some people can... are not that strong, right? Some people are not right. equipped to deal with it and it can ruin you. So absolutely. I guess. My, my message to our listeners is the next time that you hear somebody being canceled or, you know, you hear some rumor or something about somebody, do your own research and think for yourself and, you know, yeah, look at the bigger picture before you absolutely decide what you believe. And, and if you yourself are somebody who's experiencing bullying or cancellation for wrong reasons, find allies and find the people who can help you. Mm-hmm. And I'll also think twice before you accuse somebody else of something without knowing all the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we rambled a lot in this one, but hopefully some messages <laughs> got through. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully some messages got through. Um, and yeah, if you, if you are listening and you were like, man, you guys are just totally rambling and I want to hear about this more specific topic. Uh, tweet at us or email us let us know what you want us to talk about because we do not have a content calendar we make everything up as we go (laughs) so if you basically we would love your inputs yeah we want to make content that you want to listen to and and topics Mm -hmm. that you would like to learn about and chat about um yeah so let us know on twitter or via email or however you can get in touch with us and I know that we have, you know, an outro that's going to mention this again. Uh, but honestly, we do want you, if you are in an underrepresented group, join our database. Um, there's some good stuff on there. People are using it to find people for jobs. They're using it to find people for podcasts and projects and gigs and other kinds of really cool things. And 
Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this part. If you are in our database, you can join post status for free. It's usually $99 a year, but we will send you a coupon code to be able to join post status for free once you are in our database. Um, but you do have to be an underrepresented person to qualify. Absolutely. All righty, Michelle. It's fun to talk to you, Allie. I love it. And Same. As we say, we don't know what we're talking about next week, so give us some ideas. Otherwise, we're just going to make it up as we go. There you go. All right. <laughs> talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. NinjaForms. NinjaForms is WordPress form building simplified. Build beautiful, user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer. No code required. Stellar WP. Stellar WP is a collective of WordPress innovators standing behind WordPress plugins like iThemes, the Events Calendar, Restrict Content Pro, GiveWP, and more. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.